beautiful thing about what makes us strong as men is our ability to love. We go to work and we make sure that there's, you know, food and groceries and house and all that's really beautiful. And yet somehow along the way, the very thing that makes us strong and valuable to the people who love us most is the thing that atrophies us. Brothers, session seven, 2019, Become Good Soil Intensive Bootleg Edition. Raw, unplugged, unvarnished, unfinished, kind of like me, kind of like you. I almost didn't include this session. Spoiler alert, it's all about the company men. And if you haven't, Uh, Watch that film. You're going to want to turn this podcast off, go to something else and watch that film and then come back because you will have had to have watched that. And I more recently than not offered a uh, Become Good Soil podcast on uh, the company men in a conversation with Paul McDonald for the men at the movies. So if you haven't heard that, that's a great reference too. So this session, the reason why I almost didn't include it is it was really an intimate conversation. And it was one of those that felt like, man, you had to be there. But as I prayed about it, as I listened to it fresh, I felt like the Spirit reminded me that the greatest gifts of the intensive are the interaction. It's not simply the content, but it's getting life on life and back from the front lines, stripped down where we all just get to be men. And it was a very holy space and holy conversation as an I as I entered into it um, as a listener this time, uh, over a year later after the event, I was right back and I felt like I was part of the conversation in a fresh way through the audio. So um, it's a gift to you, I hope and pray that you will dive in. And the fact of the matter is if you have tracked through the first six sessions, and you're still here. Um, I expect very few men to track this far. And these are the men that I want to give my greatest strength to. So if you're listening to this, I commend you. I say, well done. And I say, welcome. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would anoint this session. And wherever my brothers are listening to this, I pray that it would be a thin place, a sacred place, that you would have very particular treasures for every man, and they would speak very intimately and very purposefully and very kindly and in strength according to your pace, your portion, and your rhythm for each of their lives. Let's dive in. Tonight, we're going to dive into a parable, a great modern day story together, and uh, about our friend Bobby Walker and the company men. Um, And I've asked JD and Alex and Aaron to join me, and it's just going to be a dialogue um, I'm going to watch some extended pieces and uh, just chat about it. And the spirit is to apply all that we walk through. It's all prologue so far. God's taking us on a quest. And 
it just helps to put words to the story and to see it play out because as we see in other people's story, as we see it, we can um, experience it more on an intimate heart level um, for ourselves. So the story of the company man uh, above the waterline, I think a lot of you will resonate, but the hope and the intent is that all of us will resonate below the waterline. In a lot of ways, if, if the film industry wanted to make a film to apply the message and mission of Become Good Soil, this is it. Up, 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 let's go. This is called the tiger. We do it when we need to get our energy up. Come on, no you sitting around feeling sorry for ourselves. I will win. Why? Because I have faith. Courage, enthusiasm, good. Anyone want to take a guess at what I shot at the club this morning? What happened? Somebody die? What's going on? The company's consolidating divisions. Difficult decisions had to be made in areas where redundancy surfaced. You're firing me? 3,000 jobs. They were good people, Jim. Hell, it's a business, not a charity. I've always told you what I thought, right or wrong, and this is wrong. Late for a meeting. Got one kid in college, another one going in the fall. I won't go back to a factory floor. I'll take an AK-47 to this place first. Mr. Walker, can I speak here for a moment? I just got thrown off the course of the club. You playing golf? Taking your Porsche detail? I need to look successful. Hi, Sally. Thanks for not returning any of my phone calls. If you do return my call, I would love to know why you fired me without any notice. You cowardly witch. See, <laughs> wonder why she never calls you back. Feels good, though. Would you do the honors? Dear God, please help my dad find a job so he won't be unhappy all the time. Okay. You know, things get tough. You can always use some extra help this winter. Easy work, huh, Bobby? Pretty much like moving coffee ports from the inbox to the outbox. I hate your brother. We can get through this. I'm a 37-year-old unemployed loser. You have Drew and Carson and me. You have me. We could make something here. Start out with a crazy plan. Start slow. See if it'll grow. Yeah. You should take that job. You're a terrible carpenter. <laughs> I will win. Why? Because I have faith, courage, enthusiasm. I will win. So, guys, just before we go into the first piece, just to give a bit of context, what we tried to do is kind of grab the gold of the whole film and put it in three segments so we have the ability to watch it at the same time dialogue um, and not be here for uh, three and a half hours like we did the first intensive that we did this. It's a bit of a learning curve on a lot of this, um, even though we're still winging quite a bit. But that line, in America, we give our lives to our jobs and it's time to take them back. You know, it echoes of the kingdom that in the world, we give our question to something, right? To someone. someone. And the story is taking it back. Right? The identity and validation and how does a man recover through the process of initiation 
and what um, we want to watch for in dialogue on a young, gifted world changer who has yet to contend with his story, his false self. And so you see the themes of disentangling and excavation, initiation, and responding to the love of a father. The atmosphere is corporate America and it's ship manufacturing. And you have Bobby Walker, who's a director. You have Phil, who's a senior um, manager in the company. And Gene, who is their vice president. So those are the, the characters and the players um, in the story. And we'll go into the first segment, but any thoughts before we kind of launch into it? I think as we watch the clips, Bobby Walker's Ben Affleck's character. And in the times we've done this before, it's really helpful if when we enter into we are Bobby Walker. Mm. So as we watch the film, if we just point fingers at the guy called Bobby Walker, it's not as productive as what we're actually here to do tonight. So I am Bobby Walker. Mm. That's really, really helpful. Other thoughts? All right, so this first scene um, is kind of, it's the first third where Bobby enters divine disruption. And so what we first encounter is a man who's making life work. And then you see the disruption and um, the first kind of reaction um, to a, a world that he can no longer control. So watch this first clip. Hey, do I have any messages? Wilcox wants to see you. She's in the fifth floor conference room. Shot at 86, the club this morning. She said it was important. Sally Wilcox thinks everything's important. Thank you. Anyone want to take a guess at what I shot at the club this morning? Go ahead, take a shot. Just. No? 44 on the front, 42 on the back. Oh, no, you didn't, Bob. Yes. I really did. It's true. What happened? Somebody die? Connell? They closed Mobile and Newport News. They merged ship systems with rail products. How many? Connell, your wife's on one. Hi, honey. 3,000 at the shipyards. Rumor is another couple hundred here. Uh, I've got some bad news. What's going on? Bobby, you know Dick Landry from Legal? The company's consolidating divisions. Difficult decisions had to be made in areas where redundancy surfaced. We've structured a generous severance package for you. You have 12 years with us until you get 12 weeks full pay and benefits. You're firing me? Come on, Bobby, sit down. We're also offering you outplacement services to help you secure your next employment. Does Gene know about this? Please sit. You know what, Sally? Fuck off.
Dad's home? Yeah. Can you grab the rest of these out of the trunk? Hi. What are you doing home? Making dinner. We're going over to Jack's. That's the night. Deirdre's birthday? I think it's gonna rain. You know what? You wanna come? Fine. Don't come. Thanks, bud. Drew, can you finish that upstairs, please? Can you put on a clean pair of jeans, please? We're going over to Uncle Jack's for dinner. You don't have to like him, but you can pretend for my sake. I mean, he doesn't like you either, but at least he cares enough about me not to treat you like a piece of shit. They fired me. What? They fired me today. Sally Wilcox. Why? Something about redundancies. Gene said you were safe. Gene said a lot of things. There was no way to be found today. Bobby, you busted your ass for that. No, no, I'm sorry. Fuck them and fuck Gene McClary and all his promises. Something's burning. I get another job. All right?
Why? Because I have faith, courage, enthusiasm. Good. I will win. Hey. Hey. How'd it go? Great. Yep. Yeah. All right. Lunch with Janie gave you some names. Big of them. I mean, he didn't have to do anything, you know? Yeah. So, what, what is all this? Uh, our mortgage is resetting next month. With that and the paying off the orthodontist and last summer's Disney World trip. We don't have much of a cushion left. I don't need a cushion. Your Porsche payments, credit card, Patriots tickets. I told you I'm splitting the Pats tickets with Daryl this year. Okay, well, just eating out and doing the damn dry cleaning is costing us 600 bucks a month. I was thinking maybe I could go back to work. Mm-mm. But not full-time, just a few shifts a week. No. Thramney's the new general sales manager. I call Brian Collins about breakfast on the next week. Okay, well, we're going to need to cut back. Cancel skiing at Christmas, stop paying the club dues for a while. You know, things get really bad. I can bag groceries. I can be in the corner. Don't be a jerk, okay? Just... No more big purchases. Just eat at home more. Hello? Hey, Kevin. Yeah? Yeah, let me get him for you. He's right here. What? He read about the laughs in the paper. So what? You gonna tell him? No, I'm not gonna tell him because I don't need a lecture on prime responsibility right now. Hey, Dad. What's going on? Oh, that's, the, that's all manufacturing. <laughs> They're trying to offer me a CEO job. I had to turn them down. Don't even think about eating all the candy you get at school. Three pieces. That's it. You look disgusting. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> so I called Bridget and made an appointment. Oh? The realtor. I think we should at least list it. See if we get any offers. But we're not going to sell the house. Well, we don't need to accept an offer, but with the market so bad, it may take us a while to sell it, you know? We get stuck. We're not going to get stuck. How do I look? Highly employable. Bridget? Come on. I'm not gonna sell the house. Have a good day. All right, great. Give me a call next week. I should have an answer for you. All right, who's next? Mr. Walker. Mr. Walker. Joyce Robinson. Sorry to keep you waiting. Oh, mind if I have something to eat here? I have another meeting right after you. Go right ahead. So, looks like you worked at GTX for 12 years. I did. Divisional sales leader for three of those years. Hmm. Surprised to let you go. Yeah, you and me both. Have you handled uh, regional sales? I came up in regional sales. I uh, worked for Martin Marietta in California. Mm -hmm. Well, we're looking to expand in the south. Uh, we need someone in Little Rock. In Arkansas. Is relocation a problem? Uh, no, no. Um, I, I, I had hoped to stay here because I'm from the area. You I, left so the uh, some, salary space blank on your application. Well, uh, you know. That's a negotiation. I can, 
I was making 120 at GTX, plus incentives, but I know times are different now, and I'd be willing to accept 110. Hope for bonuses. Well, our base salary is 65,000 a year for regional sales directors. I, I responded to an ad for the vice president of marketing. Well, we've had a number of highly qualified applicants for that position. I'm a highly qualified applicant for that position. I'm a highly qualified applicant for that position. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I must have just had too many cups of coffee while I was sitting in your fucking waiting room for two hours. Thanks for your time, Joyce. Just between the two of us, you probably skipped a Diet Cokes. Then I'll help. Let me help you with that, friend. Thank you, Rob. Hey. Hands, wipe your feet. Thanks, Rob. Beautiful. How's business, Jack? Business? What are we? We got a big renovation in Roxbury next to the house I did last year. Got a nice bonus when I finish by September. If you finish by September. Whenever you're ready to sell the place, give me a call. I got a special on caller. Good. How's work, Bobby? Good, Jack. I got more dollar a day lay ocean preschoolers to stitch tennis shoes for you in Bangkok. <laughs> I'm in manufacturing, Jack. The dollar a day lay ocean preschoolers aren't tall enough to turn the screws on a diesel engine, so. You know, I was reading about your guy, uh, Salinger, in the Globe the other day. Do you read now? Good. Good for small words. Said he, uh, said he made 700 times what the average GTX worker made last year. What do you think? Salinger working 700 times harder than the welder pounding hot rivets into a tanker hole all day? Why don't we say grace so the kids can stop? Okay. <laughs> Carson, would you do the honors? Dear God. Thank you for the food and for letting us be together on Thanksgiving and for everybody being okay. And please help my dad find a job so he won't be unhappy all the time. Amen. Okay. It's my It's a nice table, Fran. Thank you. You know, things get tough. I could, uh, could always use some extra help this winter. Hanging drywall? Yeah, there'll be lots of work. We got 4,000 square feet. We're gutting the place. Thanks, Jack. I don't exactly see myself pounding nails, though. You know? Appreciate it. Your husband's such a dick. I talked to Bridget. She thinks if we price the house low enough, we might be able to get as much as 850000 for it. That's less than we got in it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much we got in it. Severance ends in three weeks. We're gonna end up in foreclosure. We won't have enough money to put down another house. 
We're not gonna be able to qualify for another house on just my salary anyway. Okay. Where are we gonna end up? In a picture tent? The park? Yeah. Okay. Could move in with your folks. <laughs> no. But they have two extra bedrooms. Maggie, we're not living with my parents. Yeah, but just be temporary. I choose death. I opt for death. No, I'd have to kill myself first. Jack said he offered you a job the other day and you shut him down pretty hard. You imagine <clears> that? <throat> Me working for your brother? Turn out. How am I letting me hang drywall? Yeah, you get back into great shape. Calluses, tan. In the middle of winter. Big, broad shoulders. I'm carrying all that heavy lumber. I gotta get a pearly bit. So, guys, what do you see? When you watch that, what do you notice? <clears throat> Buzz. He is dying. He's dying. Yeah. Fear. Fear? Just tons of fear. Yep. <clears throat> He's in denial. Denial? He's walking through it in denial. Yeah. Like, I'm the shit. You're supposed to hire me. Yep. Qualified. Yeah, he is a cool but He's dying. <clears throat> and there's fear, but question is how much is he aware right that he's dying how close is he to it what are we going to say here yeah i'm a highly qualified applicant right like insistently yeah he's not being seen mm -hmm. yeah the, the, the pose has stopped working pose has stopped working mm-hmm yep Right, less and less efficient, right? When he walks into the boardroom. Anyone know what I shot at the club? <laughs> right? It used to work. What do you guys see when you look at his absolute commitment to the false self and its effect relationally with his family? I see it as uh, layers of defense mechanisms to keep people from seeing him his shame, mm -hmm. you know, see him push, pushing people away physically, like not picking up the phone for his dad, see him denying, yep. and then if they get closer, he uses anger to push people out, like the application lady, right? She was starting to prick something underneath his skin, right. he immediately shuts the door on her through his anger, or with his wife, or with, you know, his brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. It's like layers on layers on layers of defenses keeping people from the internal man. Yep. And Nate, that's a real... The beautiful insight there that like we talked about the false self, it's actually disengaging from relationship to avoid shame, right? And, and the fear driving him, disengaging through anger, move against. He's, uh, he's just about ready to put his family through hell because mm -hmm. he's in self-preservation mode. Yeah. Did you notice in that? in that first scene when he comes home and she doesn't know that he's lost his job and he's on the, on the grill, their, their first interaction, there's so much tension there. Yes. Like, 
the relationship's already bad. Yeah. I don't have anything to do with losing the job. <coughs> like you can tell there there's massive tension in the yes. relationship. Yes, that's good. To, to follow on on that, the wife at the end there, she gets me. She, she, the way she reframed the situation, you know, I mean, that's pretty much, I don't know, maybe God and Alda, but woman, a good woman, mm. can do that really well. And mm-hmm. I mean, she took a horrible situation, grappled yes. with reality, yep. almost like, you, you could do this. And that was, that gave heart that last 10 seconds. Leon, what is his reaction to her action you just described? I think there's an invitation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's a, there's a response. Like a bit of like, yeah, I can do that. And I think that's all you need sometimes to, mm-hmm. to be the stallion. Otherwise, if you carry on down the poser route, you're going to be the Galdi, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty, pretty mutilated self mutilation. But, uh, but yeah, I think that, 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 that she can invite him into at least part of the way mm-hmm. to get rid of the positive grapple with reality and mm-hmm. step up. Mm-hmm. Just tying on to that, his, it seemed to me his unworthiness of his perfection. Mm-hmm. Like she's making moves on him and trying to make him feel worthy of it's going to be okay, and he doesn't feel it, so he's rejecting her. Right. And yep. it, was, oh, it, was, it was tough. Yeah. It's, a, it was, it's an invitation for him to offer strength you know, physically, but then also in the, the whole situation. Right. Yeah. I so appreciate, Aaron, what you said at the beginning of when I watch it from the outside in, like that last scene, I'm like, oh, Bobby, yes. Bobby, <laughs> come on. Right? Easy to say when you're not under it. Yeah. But. But when you're Bobby Walker, when you're Bobby Walker, right? You you, you can't see beyond a literally a self-centric reality. He doesn't have eyes to see this treasure that's being made available to reframe it. Yeah. And I was curious in that scene too, that piece of as Bobby Walker, I choose death. Yeah. That was his response. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking of us. Where are the ways that we choose death instead of? Because death to Bobby Walker is, I'm not living with my family. That is death. Sell the Porsche, that's death. Lose the club membership, that's death. Right? All these things are, I will never, I won't, because, and that's that, the fierceness of the false man trying to cling, to keep. I've worked my ass off to have all this. Do you not understand what's at risk here? So I choose death, and I just, for me, yeah, what, what is that for me? Mm. What is death for me? What do I hold to be, I will not, I refuse, I cannot afford? Mm. Yeah, so what is that for us? Because in that scene, his inability to receive love its because he chooses death instead. He's unable to even see what's available to him because he's locked eyes with, I have, I have to stay this course. 
So I am mm. Bobby Walker. Mm. Less and less so. Mm. In with his wife in bed, and you know she's stroking his chest, and then she goes to reach beneath the covers, and he takes her arm and moves it up. Mm-hmm. So his loss of manhood mm. is creeping into other areas. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so true. Mm. Having that going on in my own story in the past, I like hindsight's always twenty twenty. But the lie in there is that his identity is so wrapped around one thing, and that's this financial provision mm-hmm. for his family. Mm-hmm. And his wife in that last scene is just wanting, and I'm sure like his family, his daughter praying, right, just wants his presence. Yeah. And the lie, I mean, even what I. My own experience is that, yeah, I, I've got to provide, right? And my family's saying, no, no, it's not about that. Yes. My wife, too, even giving me permission like that. And I never heard her. <clears throat> I never heard that. Yes. I kept believing the lie that I've got to provide financially, right? And they wanted my heart and my presence, and I didn't offer that to them. <clears throat> and that's not going on there. And what a lie. <clears throat> that's not true, right? That's not the true self there. <clears throat> Because they're buying into the culture of where where's that coming from? That my sole purpose is to provide financially. Mm-hmm. We're we're more than that as men, mm-hmm. and husbands, right, and parents, and children of God. So that's huge, Jason. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, like you said it's always better. Like she's been desiring that from the beginning. Attention depends. Yeah. And what do you guys notice in that? Galax pointed out that tension existed right before the crisis. And how does Maggie respond to the crisis in contrast to what we're observing with Bobby? What do you guys notice? Just nurturing, the motherly yep. God, the inspiration, the calling him up. Now we cast in vision. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was she actually physically doing now? It's good. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. I was just thinking she responds to what the situation is as opposed to what the he wishes the situation mm-hmm. would be. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Right? So, like, to me, he has this white-knuckle grip on this is how things should be, and he has yet to detach himself and attach himself to the reality of the situation. I just see she's such a beautiful woman to be able to look at that. And most times in crisis, I notice... Women tend to do that a lot better than us because mm, we have this strong sense of this is how things should be. Yes. And God in his love just breaks that down for us so well. And I, I, that's just what I do, the pride of this white knuckle grip on, no, I'm a division director salesman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how things happen. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. To answer your question, physically she moves toward him mm-hmm. in so many of those scenes. Like reaching over his shoulder, bringing the uh, potatoes to the table, and um, you know, embracing him. Um, just that closeness and that moving toward. Mm. Beautiful. Thanks. I just thought it was interesting that the first thing he did when he lost his job was try to cook for them. What did that tell you? What did that communicate? I want to. I can still provide. I still got this, and then that got taken. Mm. Yep. Right. Fascinating. And then he's like, <laughs> and he burned the meat. Right? Yeah. Even that good at <laughs> but let me do something. Right? I need to feel useful. And then the scene when she's stepping in with the finances, 
right? Like, right. Okay. That. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you guys see Isn't that? Beautiful. He's drinking the juice box. Yeah. In that scene where she's balancing the checkbook, he's, he's avoiding confrontation. He's on a sippy cup. Yeah, avoiding yeah. conversation. Yeah. And so, what does she settle with? Right? She's like, hey, I mean, six hundred bucks a month for dry cleaning and eating out. In negotiation, what she asked for? Don't buy. Hey, no big purchases and eat at home a little bit more. Like literally, that's all she can get from him. Right? He's he's unavailable. I'm not sure nobody's mentioned this yet, but for me, I see myself in that uh, in that scene where they're in bed and she's advancing on him, she's affirming him, she's offering mercy. I've been that, I've been laying there with my wife that way, and I am too wrapped up in my depression. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm insistent. I was insistent. There was a season in my life that was like that. Yeah. Where I was insistent that I was going to be. I'm, 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 I'm pissed. I will not be consoled. And she was. She, she did everything she could to try to say, it's going to be okay. I'm with you. This is okay. And I pushed away. Yep. I put, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> I didn't feel worthy. Yeah. Because I was like, I didn't come. That's why you're gone. I'm not providing. I'm not, I'm not worthy of receiving. Yeah, yeah, it's exposing that. And let's let's use that idea to go into the next scene, the next phase. And so it's deeper disruption, deeper disruption. He's not biting, right? And so often the choice is humility or humiliation. It's one of the two. And so finally, he hits bottom by God's grace and then begins a process through the smaller death begins the slow and steady process of initiation and responding to a father's love. Weeks turn into months, and he has to settle into a new reality. So let's go to scene two. Billionaire Boys Club. How's the plotting going? Warren Buffett still safe on top of the Fortune 500 list? How's the jump switch going, Bobby? Good, actually. Real good. They're out there. Mr. Connors, your group's on the first tee. Let's go. Mr. Walker. Let's speak here for a moment. Hey. What the hell's going on? I just got thrown off the course of the club. Right, keep your voice down. We haven't paid the dues since October? Yeah, I've paid a lot of things. I look like a fucking deadbeat. This is real, Bobby. Okay, this is happening to us. You are wandering around. Like you're on some sort of a date, but you're playing golf? You getting your Porsche detailed? Maggie, I need to look successful, okay? I can't just look like another asshole with a resume. You are just another asshole with a resume. I cut him a check for the balance. Cancel it. No. We can't afford it. No. honest with you about the club, but you haven't been honest with me. We're not going to need these, are we? 
You need to get a job. Any job. I can't do this alone, Bobby. I know. I'm out there playing golf. In two weeks, I won't be able to support my family. Things are going to get great again. No. Look, we can get through this. Things aren't going to be great again, okay? I'm trying to get a job. I've been out there every day for three months trying to get a job. I haven't had one offer. I've been to everybody we know, and a lot of people I don't. And I have begged, I have fucking begged, for a lead, anything. There's thousands of new MBAs out there. No mortgage, no kids, work 90-hour work weeks for nothing. You want to know on this team, Maggie? I'm a 37-year-old unemployed loser who can't support his family. I'm gonna find a job working for people who know how lucky they are to have you. When did it all go to shit? It hasn't turned to shit. You have Drew and Carson, your parents, and me. Okay, you have me. Just yet. Nice tool belt. Bob. Hey, Bobby. Yeah. Grab two this time.
didn't know. That's why you're getting blisters. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. short of lifetime medical. They hire him back like four months later. Half his old wages, no benefits. What's this? It's your paycheck. Hey, Jack. There's an extra 200 in this. Must have made a mistake, Bob. Mike. Yeah, I got busted again. For what? Drunk and disorderly. Assault. The man's take a swing at one of the cops, too. Nice. Hey, Bobby. Yeah. You still have your tool belt? Yeah. Why don't you grab it? All right. Oh, Jesus. I thought I had it measured right. You gotta rip all this shit out before Jack sees it. The whole thing? Yeah, all of it. Use your speed square as a spacer. Get it on two points. Okay. All right? Bang, bang, bang. You got it? Yeah. You got it? Yeah. Finally done? This side, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's ugly. You uh, need another guy. I know somebody 
could use a job. Yeah? Well, whoever it is, let's hope he, uh, let's hope he isn't as slow as you are. Okay. job to keep us working through the winter. Hi guys, what do you see? Uh, I believe, I don't know, I'm not sure about this uh, information, but uh, the, the saying goes that when, when someone is droning, is droning, okay, and someone is going to save him, he needs to leave him until he Surrender. Mm -hmm. In the beginning of this clip, he started surrendering. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Really good. That's, That's really good. good. Yeah. You see, he's starting to get a heart for gratitude. Right? Slowly, but gratitude. <laughs> Where'd you see it? Um, I think Ty started with the $200 that, that he noticed. And, and obviously, just as the end, at the end of that scene, mm -hmm. he's like, wow, he's quite a guy. Mm -hmm. you know what he's doing. Right, Jack, his father-in-law is different than he first yeah. saw him to be back when he was... Probably in. make an impression on him. Yeah, it's good. I think it's interesting the first time you see him think about someone else when he finds his buddy a job, right? You're like, oh, what buddy is he finding a job? And <laughs> really good. Maybe it's just not about him. Did you see the shift when she finally got through to him? That mm -hmm. affirmation finally caused that shift in him? Read all the rest of it. Say it louder. <clears throat> the shift that she affirmed and then finally he realized it and everything shifted after that. Mm. That's really Really good. And um, to him, he told the truth, at least as much truth as he could understand. One of the things that jumped out at me was it, I just kept seeing like the slow work of God. And in his love, he just he, he doesn't have transformation happen quickly because it's not as lasting and mm. impactful. And you just see the, the peeling back of each layer of healing for him. Uh, and it all started with just that, his wife. I mean, his wife opening that door for him 
and all he needed to do was just take that step, mm -hmm. and it just happened. And I thought it was really cool to see the slow work of God there. So. Mm -hmm. What do you guys see in Maggie, and what what was required to reach him? Pain. He was hurt. His hands hurt. She was finally able to <clears throat> grab him and touch him and heal his hand. What does she do at the hospital that I think set up the driveway? That's good. Called him out. Yeah. Yeah, she like um, that idealized self, right? So he's small self built up the same. Very familiar with. Uh, and, and she popped that bubble, and you know, she, had, she had to kind of turn the switch from, you know, I believe in you, but you are the asshole with your resume, and you need to face it, and you need to, you know, you need this together. Yeah. Like the poser is, right? She's speaking to the poser, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. false in Bobby, and then when that cracks open, yeah. and then she has access to its heart. And um, that's a really poignant scene. I had a very similar experience with my wife in a season of depression and anxiety. That, and I and I was so wrapped up in the false self, and it was affecting my family. And and Mel had the courage to step in and confront me. And at first, it was Bobby's reaction of, you know, you're my pain right now, but. But in the, in the loving toughness of the interaction, it was the, the wake-up call. It was the smelling salts. And then allowed for the, but I'm, but I'm not giving up on you. Yes. I'm here. I'm going to be the roadblock that doesn't let you keep going down this road. And it's a really loving thing That's to do. Awesome. Yeah. For most of the first part of the film, he's operating as he orphan. Mm -hmm. he's, just, he's totally isolated. He's not... Allowing himself to depend on anyone else uh, or to trust anyone else. Um, and I love the scene when he walks on the job site, brand new boots, brand new tool belt. <laughs> even there, he can't, he can't borrow from someone. He can't, like, he, he's, he's still posing as he walks on the job site. Yeah. But it was, it was being offered those, those worn gloves by the, um, his co worker. Yeah. And finally, was, you know opening up, he's allowing himself to depend and uh, rely on someone else. That's good, Brian. Well, I think it's interesting, too, that um, it shows you what it, he had a core belief about himself when he named, I'm a 37-year-old unemployed loser. Right. And it shows that that core belief like you see the reaction, you see how he lives that out as a master, you know, he wants control and he's just a jerk. And, but I, I think it, it names a lot when you have a core belief about yourself, but as he named that, then his wife was able to speak truth mm -hmm. into him. She couldn't have done that prior to him naming that. Joel, what did it do in him when he named that core belief? I think it just, it broke him. Mm -hmm. it, it finally, he, he kind of came, he... I guess he sensed reality, you know, where he was in false. Yep. And then it finally, it cleared up for him. And I think that was the beginning of the process. The actual death, I think, of his false. 
the poser had allowed his masculine soul to die, and it was revealed as soon as he started working that he couldn't go up a couple flights of stairs with a piece of plywood. And it, I mean, just that false self. It's like, hey, I can shoot at eighty-six at the club. Like, congratulations, you can't carry a bag of concrete. And, and it was just, I mean, I could relate to that. I remember feeling that, that season of life where, like, my strength had been zapped. I'd been sitting at a desk for ten years. And I walked back into a gym and I felt like a five-year-old. Yep. Yes. And you're just going, man. I, and as soon as that turns back on, that's that fire starts coming back and yeah. that soul starts coming back. And you're like, I can do this. I can, I can come through. There was that 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 last bit of de- piece of like deprivation where he looked like, are they going to tell me to go? And they're like, no, it's lunch. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's sitting alone, and that was when mercy kicked in. Mm. That's when the gloves came. That's when a half the sandwich showed up. And that was really cool. And Rob, what do you like? Say more about what you observe and what the father's doing in kind of the atmosphere of it was that around. last lancing of the wound, mm. right? It's like because that that was that was work life, right? Guess what I shot? With? Yes. And now it's like. I carried all these boards up, and I carried two at a time, and no one cares. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, this isn't what life's about. Right. Um, yes. And then it was like, yeah, but I'll, that's when the father was like, I'm going to help you through now. Like, I'm going to pick you up. Beautiful. You're not alone. You don't have to sit alone. Beautiful. What I love is just the picture contrasted with, and we haven't, we haven't seen him yet, but he mentions Gene, his mm-hmm. boss. Yes. Had the job he got let go from, who wasn't there when he got canned. He was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. But then you see Jack. Jack's a good king. Yeah. Jack's the picture of a good king. Yeah. And it's ironic, right? Because he is. thinks at first, like Jack's the enemy at Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. But it's the extra $200, right? It's yeah. willing to take him on. You, I, we have to get the bonus, yeah. right? Yeah. To meet the Great job, even. to keep us on over winter. Yeah. He's just breaking even. Beautiful for their sake. So there's a lot more in the film that we can't get to, but where we'll pick up here, Bobby goes through the initiation, right? He sees the plank in his eye, contends with it, and now he's seeing clearly. Now he's responding. He's loving. He's looking outside of himself. He's getting really honest with who am I? What is my impact? And now that he cannot have eyes to see, he's in the same reality, but it's altogether different. And where we pick up is the funeral of Phil. So Phil was one of the workers who also was fired, but he chose not to engage the process of initiation. His wife was totally taken out. He had no one fighting for him. And he opts for death, and it takes the form of suicide. Right? He just has to end the pain. So they're both choosing death, but one is the death of initiation that leads to life, but Phil's is death. And in this scene, we pick up at the funeral where Gene is there, and as you said, Alex, you know, Gene, his boss, is already found, but what we find out is Gene was just a cog in the wheel, too. There was a guy above Gene that canned um, Gene, you know, and they realized there was a whole corporate system. They were just moving numbers on balance sheets, And now he's able to see his boss, 
for who he truly was in the story. And um, he's actually not the enemy. And so let's pick up there and see how does Bobby respond to his world once he has gone through the process of initiation and responded to the pursuit of his father. Maggie gives Sally a ride home. make something here back before we got lost in the paperwork at one time we had a frigate right here back there guided missile cruiser Phil started out here in Hull assembly <laughs> he was a skinny little bastard he was fearless he'd hang upside down all day long in a bosun's chair 70 feet off the shop floor welding an inside seam I mean Jesus Two thousand men a shift, three shifts a day, six thousand men. Earned an honest wage in that room. Fed their kids, bought homes, made enough to send their kids to college, buy a second car, building something they could see, not just figures on a balance sheet, but a ship they could see, smell. Touch. Those men knew their worth. They knew who they were. Sorry, Maggie. For what? For everything. For letting you down. You haven't let me down. Yeah. I did. You were never here before. Hey, Bobby. Yeah. Come on. 
Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Clear up possession, all right? You're in trouble now, kid. Oh. oh, no! Yeah. Gene McClary's on the phone. Something about a job. Uh, get some more 18-inch stickers. I'll be right back. What are you waiting for? Losing money on this job, Jack? A bit. Because of me? Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. It all comes out in the end. Got a call from a guy today. Used to work for him. Offered me a job. Yeah, decent pay. 80. Thousand? Yeah. It's half what I used to make. World's a fucked up place. Actually, I was thinking about uh, staying on with you, Jack. My old job, I was scared all the time. Quarterly cost reports, young guys coming up, losing an account, who's getting ahead of me. I'll be honest with you, Bobby. You should take that job. You're a shitty carpenter. <laughs> Christ. Can't make these damn things any lighter. I, uh, I can't pay you for today. Guess we better get started then, huh? I will win. Why? Why? Because I have faith, courage, courage. enthusiasm. I will win. Why? Because I have faith, courage, enthusiasm. I will win. Why? Because I have faith, courage, enthusiasm. <laughs> Gene for me. Oh, uh, look. 
делаем по ему. All right, hope you had your fellas sitting around the house all day watching prices right. Time to get working now. Don't complain about the luxury accommodations here. Gene's basically kickstarting this thing on his Amex card. You want to impress a client, take him to the upper crust, buy him a slice. Diane, you need to do some seller financing and long-term leasebacks if you want to stay competitive. So run financials on our old customers, vendors, capital expenditure budgets, future needs. You got it. Okay. Arnold, we need our union guys back. How many? I don't know, 100, like that. Start with the local, see who's available. I'm betting everyone. Mechanics, machinists, fabricators, welders, engineers, start with the crew chief. We work as hard in here every day as we did trying to get a job. It'll be all right. It's the worst thing they could do. Virus? changed. Morgan, when you were saying that it's good to be a journalist, okay, it's good to do things by your hands, uh, and when you said that a man with a knife can save the world, yes. I bet this man in the beginning of this uh, movie has never held a, a knife in his hands. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, and, and he had never had any tool who can face uh, any situation. Yes. But now, What's 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 can happen? What can happen? Exactly. They can fire us. What's okay. the worst I they can, can do? Yeah. What's the worst? Yeah. I can go. I can go back and do something with my hands. That's beautiful. So I love this. I love this. That's beautiful. Did you, Did you see his tool belt in the treehouse? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's offering the strength and love with his kids. Yeah. Right. This confidence, and he's a little unsteady when Maggie comes with, right, the job because he's not looking for it anymore. But as you said, he steps back into this. This, the world he returned from, but he is a something that was atrophied, has now filled up, mm. strengthened, restored. That's no, brilliant. Well, that stutter that he has, he, Gene yes, calls, yes. and he stands with Maggie and stutters. What is that? 
Yeah, and in the next scene, he's he's up on the roof with Jack, and he's saying, "Hey, I like this offer for eighty grand a year." He goes, "But I don't know that I want to take it. Mm-hmm. I was afraid yes. in my old life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I was always worried about the young guys coming up. So you had this list of like, yeah, it was one hundred and sixty grand a year, but look how I felt. Mm-hmm. So I, I when I watched him in that stutter, it's like I, I'm in with my the treehouse with my kids now." In the scene before that, she's saying, but you were never here. Mm-hmm. And now you are. And now you are. Um, personally, I've been, um, I've been really wrestling uh, here tonight. Um, I, I've lived this multiple times. Um, I've been through 10 mergers and acquisitions. Um, and... I've had these conversations with my wife in the last 18 months. Um, I think what I'm observing in myself um, and in Bobby Walker is that the beautiful thing about what makes us strong as men is our ability to love. And we, like Jason, you had mentioned, like we go to work, we make sure that there's, you know, food and groceries and house and all that's really beautiful. And yet somehow along the way, the very thing that makes us strong and valuable to the people who love us most is the thing that atrophies us. Mm-hmm. And so we become cut off. And I'm saying this about myself. My wife um, had this conversation with me and said, but you were never, you were, you were here, but you were never here with us. You were always somewhere else. Would you be willing to share the other piece she said to you way back when of, I think you had some expectations of, as you're saying, the need to provide and, and make, make a home and, and give her the things you thought she wanted, but the conversation you guys had where she kind of yeah. clarified that. Yeah, so my, I had a chimney sweep transition choice to make, and um, she, my wife, like Maggie, was, she believed in me, and she was really um, pushing me to believe in myself and go for it. And so I kind of gave her a lecture of like, you don't understand what this means. If, we, if I do this, that means this and this and this. Do you know how much this costs and this and this? And I kind of gave her the financial rundown list of here's what you're actually saying yes to. I said, I don't care. I choose you. I choose you as a wholehearted man. And all this stuff is nice, and I like this stuff that comes with, but not if it means you're not wholehearted. Yeah. It's all true. You got a good woman. Aaron, I, I went through a, a similar situation about eight, nine years ago um, where I had a strangely also chimney sweep business. Um, <laughs> and it was uh, two weeks before Christmas and we had to lay half of our team off, um, including myself. I was one of the co-founders, and 
I remember Amy's response. She believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And there was a season yeah. there where I, like, I literally just hung on to her belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what I love about as we get back to this part of the film where, you know, things are becoming right again. Um, and, like, even just his tenderness towards her when she drops him off mm, yeah. at work first day. Yeah. Highly employable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and their, their intimacy is yeah. returned. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's become first place. Yeah. Again. Okay. You know, I remember when uh, my wife was suicidal. And she was in a treatment program. And I didn't know the outcome. And uh, I got to bottom, and there was some shift of um, this no longer is about a certain set of outcomes. This is about the man I want to become. Mm -hmm. And the best possible chance at the best possible outcome is only available through the path of becoming the man that God wants me to become. And so I think it was a different set of circumstances, but I got to the point where I had to disentangle my heart from what she was providing or not providing in the moment or what it would or would not be in the future. That led to my capacity to, for the first time truly in our marriage, own the devastation of my impact and let that sorrow lead me on a path to get my heart back. So I think that was the seed of it for me, is who do I want to become, and really relinquishing her to God, and, and then tying into what we talked about you know, this afternoon of transformation begets transformation, um, and regardless of where she's at or where she lands, is that... Your peace comes from God, but through the process, as it was said, and it's so symbolic with this renovation of a home, right? You guys know, worked on construction, you just can't rush that process. Mm -hmm. I think, too, one thing I I would say is back to earlier today in the Only the Brave segment that we were talking about, that whole idea is we... See, see things not as they are, but as we are, and um, there certainly there are situations where there's some some real difficulties with the with the spouse. But even even in that, I would just caution a man to question whether he's seen her actually as clearly as he thinks he is, um, because. I spent a lot of time thinking my wife was the problem. Yeah. And I was very wrong. I was very wrong. Mm. And um, and so, yeah. for what that's well, worth. It's really Thank nice. you. Thank you, Alex. I think uh, it's really hopeful. The whole arc of the story is um, God pursuing a man who wanted to give up on himself. <coughs> but just going back to that song, you know, he's never giving up on Bobby through so many different relationships, in mm. so many different ways. 
just one giant pursuit of his heart. From yeah, the that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> I think that's a good place. Yeah, I think so. Um, guys, lead us in prayer. Jesus. Yes. Thank you for Bobby Walker. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for his story that helps illuminate our story and your pursuit of us in our day-to-day real life, rubber meets the road, chimney sweep, world, marriage, kids. So Jesus, thank you. Yes, God. Thank you for being relentlessly kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for never giving up on us, even though we want often to choose death. Yeah. So thank you for being, for reminding us, Jesus, that sometimes we are the asshole with a resume. So we receive you, Jesus. In all of the truth of today. And Jesus, we pray that you would take all the pieces and parts that we can process today and allow our hearts to to ingest them. Mm -hmm. And the parts of us, God, that are just not ready yet, we pray that you would tuck them in us, with us, through us, for another time. Friends, it's the stories of other people that God will often use to illuminate something that he's wanting to expose in our own story. And so the gift of Bobby Walker and the company men in this moment, on this day, I want to give you the opportunity for 60 seconds to linger, to allow this story to come home to you and see Holy Spirit What are you revealing about my life in this season through this parable? Friends, take 60 seconds. Enjoy your time with God. Breathe in deep. And we'll be back together for the next episode of the Become Good Soil podcast.